It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about. It's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept: uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force. That sort of controls our destiny,、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence, great pace, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and are dead, but you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Hello, welcome back to Generation Skywalker. We are back. For another edition of the committee, joining us as always is Craig Spivey. Good evening, Craig. Good evening. How are we all doing? All good, mate. All good. You normally throw a few left field balls in there, and we've also got Jez with us. Good evening, Jez. Good evening. Also got with us Peter Lee. Good evening, Pete. Evening, Stu. How you doing? I'm all good, my friend. And we've got a a guest with us tonight. We have got David Tree. Good evening, Dave. I don't think anybody has addressed me as David before, but.、Uh... <laughs> You know that's the first. Thank you. Hello. I looked up. That's what's got written on the screen, David. So,、uh, yeah, everyone knows who you are, Dave. All the cool stuff. Farthest from.、Um, Sadly, to be fair, he's known as David Tree on Facebook <laughs> as well. So I can't <laughs>、yeah. blame you too. Ah,、oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we're back for a committee, and obviously,、um, Return of the Jedi anniversary year. We didn't sort ourselves out to do a month, so it seems to just be. Plotting in little shows here, there, and everywhere for the year. But、um, so we're starting off. This committee is Return of the Jedi vintage toys. So anything that was released had to have debuted on Return of the Jedi packaging. The things like the Scout Walker were out has to debut on that, and has to be in that kind of vintage period.、Um, which I'll let you cut off wherever you think.、I'll, I will be the judge of it as you say it. So.、Uh, Yeah, quite nice and straightforward. So, Dave, as the、uh, as the guest, I'll let you chuck something in the mix. So, <clears throat> it's fair to say that Return of the Jedi probably had a hard act to follow in terms of the toys that had come before it. Star Wars established the whole aesthetic. Then Empire Strikes Back. Expanded upon this with all new like themes, like you know, moving away from like the desert themes into like ice themes. But it also introduced、uh, new scales 
of toys with like the micro collection it also brought in like the expanded universe with like things like the mini rigs and that is where i'm going to go with my suggestion for return of the jedi it's actually going to be uh, a mini rig and it's the one man desert sail skiff because it's incredible as a little toy uh it has everything that you'd ever want um and it brings in all of those features of like the sail barge and the skiffs into like an incredible little thing you got like the little umbrella you got the weather vanes at the back uh you've got like a an action feature where you can like twizzle it and the turret moves round and like the 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 steering veins work you've got like the little springboards so you can like you know have like luke go off into the sarlacc pit and that's retractable as well the cannons pivot and you can also almost army build these things because you can take off the uh the the, the cover all as well and it it looks just as good without the canopy as it does with the canopy i i, I just think that that whole idea of what the the mini rigs were you know that 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 just just off the camera you know the the six degrees of separation that you can you can see that it fits in there without it actually being in there like physically. I think the one man desert sales gift is just absolutely incredible for what it is. And it's completely probably undervalued and, and is always overshadowed by like many other um, bigger, cooler toys, perhaps. But I, I think for something that is accessible for everyone because of its price point, what it represents what it managed to cram in that no other toy did, you, you, you know, the, the, the sales gift didn't come along until much later in the Power of the Force range. And we didn't even see that over here. Um, so as a kid, that thing was very, very awesome. And that's going to be the one that I am putting forward as uh, the, the, the clear favorite and the clear winner. The, the one man does it sales gift. Clear winner. <laughs> Wowzers. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting start. Jez, do you want to counter that with your... Well, I love it. That was very good, David. I think you will be the one man voting for that to win it <laughs> with the one man skip, sales gift. Um, it was on my list. It was near the bottom, but it, it was on my list. Um, I'm now going to come out with a, a real obvious one. I, I've got a few to choose from. But the obvious one, which I'm going for, genuinely, I think it, it, it's up there. It's at the top of my list. It's a speeder bike. And I know that Peter and I know that Craig are just going, oh, I want to say that because it's brilliant. It's just fantastic. If you just consider, you know, the or think about the adverts, what it was like, the playability, that explosive button at the back, which kind of looked like a little bit of chewing gum, which had been stuck under the table. You know, it, it was a real weird button in the back of it, but it was just brilliant. It wasn't expensive. Everyone could get one or two. And it's just from a playability point of view, absolutely brilliant. You could put a biker scout on it, obviously. You could put an Ewok on it, you know. Paplu's done something rather rash. You could put Leah on it, Luke on it. It's just one of those things, goodies, baddies, everyone could be riding the speeder bike vehicle with action speed flaps. This was one of the principal toys of Return of a Jedi. I don't need to say anything else. Interesting. Well... Craig has action speed flaps. Craig? <laughs> <laughs> You've seen them in action. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. Well, I, it's, it's weird, isn't it? I, I, these are going to be suggestions that I've come through two filters. One filter being, you know, what I had as a kid and what I engaged with and what I actually played with and had an intimate uh, relationship with. And the other suggestions will be more from the adult collector's perspective. Uh, but this first one, I think, probably ticks both. 
Um, and I'm going to put forward the Jabba the Hutt action playset. Now, I appreciate it's not much of a playset and there's not much action, but I loved this as a kid. And I still think the sculpt of it today still holds up. Um, and the accessories were great. The little clear bowl, the fact that he had a little divot in his mouth where you could smoke his hooker pipe, which, uh, you know, is a great toy for kids. But, uh, you know, mainly because of one element that doesn't get talked about nearly enough, which is the sculpted skeleton in the dungeon, which was a detail that I just adored and still do. And I think it's a very kind of underrated element of that that toy. But but that Jabba was just um, and still is brilliant kind of piece in anyone's kind of loose or boxed collection i think and i liked salacious well i mean salacious crumb the way his tail would twist round and would stand you know he didn't have to sit on the front of the dais you could flip him around and, and he kind of stand there's the little bits of attention to detail that that they kind of really thought through with that so that would be my first uh first toy to the table yeah, good choice good choice that is so, a great one yeah. sorry craig mentioned attention to detail he's absolutely right but attention to detail is what was lacking in the 1983 JCPenney Christmas catalogue. Because when they advertised this Jabba, right, they had the Hoth Rebel Commander next to him, a Jawa next to him, an Ugnaught next to him, Luke Bespin next to him, and Ninnum. So, uh, yeah, Craig, absolutely right. It's a brilliant toy. JCPenney should have tried harder. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah. OK. OK. Uh, Pete, tell us all about Nikto. Nikto. He's um, well, he would be on this one, actually, look, thinking about it. But I'm going down a similar road to today. If I'm going with the bigger, the bigger brother, the, the power of the force gif, which I remember sort of getting back into. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> right. Is <Ooh>. this <laughs> Return of the Jedi branded? No, but come on. Surely that's a Return what, of the Jedi what, toy. What, what am I going to do when I want to do a committee for Power of the Force toys? Well, it's um, better than Jez's, isn't it? So at the end of the day. <laughs> I beg your pardon? What? Better than my... What? Better than the speeder bike? <sighs> Low-hanging fruit. Oh, what what are we saying about this as a general group? I think... Here, I think a, Power of the Force toys. I think a Power of the Force co- alone committee would be quite short, wouldn't it? Be nice. On toys, it's top five. There only are five. It'd be pretty quick. Oh, this is awkward. I'm just reading <laughs> the rules which you sent us. So, listeners. Right, topics for tomorrow's committee. Best toys from Return of the Jedi Vintage Era has to be on original release, so not a repack of a toy that went before has to have its debut release on return of the jedi packaging oh. is, is just dealing in facts here you're wrong there goes the a-wing as well then <laughs> that's, that's on a droids card that's even more uh, at least the power of the force kind of looks a bit like the jedi right then right then i'm going to knock it out of the park then if i'm not if we're going to come up with jabba up dungeon there won't it? there here we go <laughs> quickly thumbing through the pages <laughs> <laughs> i wish i'd read the notes before my lunch break today anyway um okay then imperial shuttle there you go boom 
I think yeah, I think they've all been strong so far. But uh, I think the Imperial Shell is surely going to be in the in the top five and maybe a winner for this. Probably one of the biggest Kenner toys, I would have thought. Certainly up there, isn't it? It's probably that or the Atta is probably one of the biggest. Does the um, ISP six do the same thing, but um, save a lot more space? <laughs> it does. It does. But just for the diorama alone on the box, come on. Carol. <laughs> How amazing is that? I'm sure uh, Kim Simmons was there for about four days, making sure they all they all stood up correctly. But um, no, as a as a, a major piece of that Return of the Jedi line, and I never knew about it until sort of getting back into collecting in the 90s. I think they did come out through Palutoy, didn't they? But I don't remember seeing them back in the day. But um, yeah, a big one. Would have been an amazing toy as a kid very popular with collectors who have got lots of space and um yeah highly sought after they still go for quite a lot as well i think they're more available nowadays than they were maybe sort of 20 years ago but um no it is a classic and only remained on the return of the jedi packaging never moved on very true that's because the end of the line came pretty quick after that pink it did did they come through on pally toy i think they did but just with stickers. yeah i got one they did hit the UK in limited numbers. Um, I only ever saw it once as a as a kid, and I was absolutely mesmerised by it. Um, but by that point, admittedly, I was into more um, my little like tran- <laughs> yeah, my little <laughs> like Transformers and Action Force, I think. Um, but I, I I do remember seeing it, it was in, in Joyland. Uh, which is a toy shop or was a toy shop in Salisbury. And uh, he, I, I just remember seeing the box like going, oh my gosh. Um, it's, but it was like almost two years too late type thing, sadly. My first father's from, there was one there in a box for £120. And then oh, the recent father's from, there was one there for £1,100. So it just goes to show in. Yeah. Here the seven, Sickening, eight years, isn't it? The jump. Sickening. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Sell a piece to store as well. I'm going to throw in the Rancor because um, it's just just a wonderful toy. Yep. It's a uh, don't even need to say anything about it because it's I've said it, so it'll probably win. <laughs> <laughs> Tends to be what happens. Okay, let's have a uh, go on, Dave. I'll let you chuck another in. All right. So, um, admittedly, I was going to say suggest the speeder bike. But it was so obvious, you know, that <laughs> that it wasn't even worth actually putting forward. And that was why I was like looking at the individual merits of something that was very much more uh, considered in it in its in, in its design, like the one man does it sales gift. But uh, second submission would actually be something that isn't really associated with Return of the Jedi, at least not not to me, but is an, an incredible toy, something I didn't have as a kid, but something I got much, much later in life. And then looking at it, it's like, wow, this is incredible. And that is the Y-Wing fighter. Yeah. Um, released on, on in Jedi era, uh, a great bit of packaging photography with Akbar and Maidine and that. So where you're talking about the JC Penny like trying to like mix things up, you know, that there, there was a little bit of that going on to try and like give it context. But to me, the Y Wing is always gonna be the attack on the first Death Star. It's never something I've ever associated with Return of the Jedi. But as a toy, the detail of it is absolutely just exquisite. 
um and it's 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 beautifully done and the fact that you got like the gull wing kind of cockpit door for for the figure to like sit in you've also got like uh an astromech port which you've never had in the x-wing so immediately straight away it's like wow this is great you can like not just have like something there you can have r5d4 in there or r2 and that's all you got but um you, you got the bomb accessory and then like you got the jets themselves um and the retractable landing gear it, it's just fantastic and i never had it as a kid like i said i i genuinely i didn't get one till probably about 10 years ago uh and and it's only just like a loose one as well um but i love it it, it it's absolutely fantastic but it's not really something i did if, if i'm completely honest at a personal level it's not something i'd ever really associate with return of jedi other than that it was released in that era um so it is a worthy second submission um but still not as good as the one man does a sales gift it's a great submission i think there's some great mm. ships great ships in the return of the jedi line um, i'm gonna go back to pete because he did embarrass himself with not reading the rules so we'll <laughs> let him throw something out there um um so i can't have an a-wing no you said that already how about um so the opposite to the wire, about a tie interceptor. It's a bit of a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another. Yeah, going going big, going pure shuttle now, going tie interceptor. So what? what fourth tie fighter. So um, yeah, and the biggest one, and the wings. Yeah, it just looks fantastic. Why you got Stormtrooper on the box? I'm not sure. Again, another little packaging error. But um, no, it's always been a, a popular one. For collectors and was that released quite late on i don't think it was one of the i think i'm not sure which way around they came the battle damage one or that one in which Thinking order like they you came normally get them without damage first and then <laughs> yeah i think peter's talking about the the regular tie going from white to blue yes and with the, the stickers you got that that was a jedi release as well so yeah i'm gonna see which way they came around i think so it I think was the interceptor damage. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. I was I was going to say I thought it was interceptor. Actually, they're probably the, both eighty four mm. releases. Yeah, I, I the data I've got is the battle damaged one came out in eighty three, and the tie oh. interceptor was the last of the range coming out in eighty four. Nice. So um, I think that's a good one in there. Craig, well I'm going to go with another playset, and I'm going to put forward the Ewok Village, yeah, and I think particularly. Oh, yeah when you consider it in the context of other playsets, which to be honest were very hit and miss through the years, you tended to get, you know, a base and a backdrop. Whereas this was, you know, 360. It was a 360 play environment. There was no kind of back to it. There's no cardboard, you know, fakiness around it. It was it was uh it was there and you could access it from all angles and um had great play features. And I remember seeing that and thinking, wow that's you know that's next level compared to something like you know even the cantina which we all love but you know it's a base and a backdrop and and the dreadful kind of jabba's dungeon just pales into insignificance um next to something as majestic as the um as the what village and lots of people will know that they reused it for robin hood and i do wish they'd kind of brought a bit more foliage in but that's a that's a minor nitpick um but it's one, it was one of my favorites as a kid it still is so, have yeah. you ever added foliage to your uh, I t- i've been tempted 
If I had a loose one on display, I would I would be quite tempted. It does sort of finish it off when what you see those. What foliage would you go for? Those rob those Robin the big plastic, you know, fake plastic trees, mate. Oh, you were gonna get some real stuff to make it like, really <laughs> authentic. A nice bit of bracken. <laughs> nice bit of bracken. Just a point on what Stuart's saying there. I used to make my own Ewok villages. And now this is like sort of more indicative of where I live <laughs> and my childhood. But um, I would split the bark off logs because it was our only source of heating as a kid. <laughs> but but um, one of my jobs as a, as a wee scamp was to literally chop logs or chop wood. Um, when, when you think about it, like letting a kid loose with, you know, several axes and hatchets is probably not the but anyway but what i used to do was split the bark away from like the logs so you'd have like a curve like little ewok huts uh i loved it i i was always doing doing that like making ewok village uh, i never ended up with the real ewok village probably because it was just too expensive as a do you kid. have photos of these little uh artisan uh, there, there's definitely a photograph of me um where we we had like this cherry blossom tree and um because i'm the youngest of three okay so um uh, and we had like this swing that like dad rigged up with some rope but again it just had a log uh, a, a branch across as and it freaking like you know you had like little nubs like chafing you yeah yeah yeah, little yum nub <laughs> but i would use that as like the atst like crusher like yeah, sort yeah. of thing um as a kid and there's definitely a picture of me sat by this tree with like all of the um uh, attack on the ewok village and, and stuff like that and there might be uh, some of the wood in there there's definitely my my homemade speed bikes oh god this is really sort of deep diving into like deprived childhood but um i used to i used to make speeder bikes out of x-wing guns and you used to have uh, do you remember like bags of marbles you have like the net and it used to yeah, have yeah. like a, yeah. a hook with like um, a tab that went over it. Yeah. Um, I used to take the hook and then wedge that underneath the X-Wing laser because it was hollowed out. And then I could sit a figure on the X-Wing laser and then it would hold onto the hoop. So you had like four homemade speeder bikes with a homemade Ewok village. Brilliant. Oh, geez. But um, yeah. yeah, there probably is a photo because there's more photos than I realized of me yeah. as a as a kid with my stuff you know every now and then my, my folks like say oh look you know yeah so there the, the could well be one but if not i could do a a how to make your own ewok village by splitting logs brilliant that could be our next blog <laughs> excellent excellent well <laughs> that took a detour didn't it <laughs> oh, <I like> that. <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> no we're here for the stories um jez hello there I'm like a scalp i'm a speeder boy there's <laughs> <laughs> no need no need uh peter going back to your tie interceptor the stormtrooper i think they were just looking forward to um the force awakens and they were just you know they were just maybe foreshadowing that so that, that's that oh, very maybe, good maybe. um right then still got lots to go folks with return of the jedi toys um some marvelous things said already i'm not putting anyone down <laughs> But yeah. no, 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 no. Um, I'm going to go with one thing now, which is absolutely delicious. This, if it's not going to be the speeder bike winning, this is the one to win. This is something that as a child, as soon as I saw this, I thought I need that in my life. I've yearned for one, yearned and yearned. And now 
39 years later, 40 years later, I have finally got one in my life. It's the Star Wars Return of a Jedi Chewbacca bandolier strap. <laughs> it's absolutely glorious. You just look at the young child there with the bandolier over his shoulder with figures on it. It's absolutely wonderful. This bandolier strap. It The packaging is great. I just want it for the packaging alone. But it is wonderful. I've picked one up at the most recent Farthest From. Thank you very much, David. From Stu's table. Thank you very much, Stu. Peter acknowledged it and gave me a wink. Thanks very much, Pete. <laughs> and Craig's going to put it in the enhanced video. Thanks very much, Craig. So all in all, it's a team effort. Uh, this is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, you could, you know, look at them on the back of carded figures. They were advertising them. And you could be that kid looking so, so happy with his bowl haircut and his pristine creases in his trousers with, with this bandolier strap. And it's a toy. It's it's a multifunctional carry case system where you can put... It's just great. I don't need to sell it. It's wonderful. And as toys go, this has to be up there. It's going to be in everyone's top five. Have you tried I'm it on sure yet, Jez? make the top 10, Jez. So when you say Craig's going to put it in the enhanced. <laughs> yeah. Craig will put it in the enhanced. Peter, um, now when I got it out of the box, the uh, the foam is a little bit sticky. <laughs> because that's what it's happens in, with this foam. It's collection too long. <laughs> um, the foam deteriorates over time. It, it's not too bad, but it's a little bit sticky. I would love it if all of the Generation Skywalker crew were to to wear one of these at the next celebration or, or at Father's Room, I think it's... Because I think if you were at a celebration, you had one of these over your shoulder. And yeah, I am setting myself up for this. I, I don't mind. If I go to Tokyo, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have <laughs> this over my shoulder with figures in it. People will just walk by me and just respect. You know, people will just look at it and go, nice. I like that. And and the value of these things are going to go through the roof because people will just look at them and just go, oh, yeah, simpler times. And uh, it's great. So I love it. Chewbacca bandolier strap. Didn't see that coming, did you? No. Oh, it's the obvious Jez who is speeder bike. <laughs> you wonder why I didn't have any friends as a kid. We'll have to keep an eye out for a nice yellow polo shirt for you as well, Jez. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and a and, wig, uh, yeah. Some sort of merkin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a wig on it. That would be good. I, I want to put something forward that has always been on my uh, wants list. And uh, there was one at Father's From once. I should have bought it. but And that's a Huffy bike. A Huffy Ooh. speed bike. Such a good toy. And uh, it's going to get overlooked here today. It definitely is definitely better than a bandolier strap. <laughs> hang on, hang on. That's a little bit unfair. Well, you know. If you could take one home right now, Jez, which one would you take? Bandolistra every day. Where am I going to put a puppy bike? I mean, you've just asked me a question. I've answered it. Who looks silly now? <laughs> yeah, but can you imagine taking it to Japan and just riding around the floor on it? Everyone would be like, wow, I want a huffy bike. And then the price no, would just go through the roof. Yeah. Well, like it's not already. Okay. <laughs> um, go on in, Pete. Oh, um, yeah. Whilst we're on the, the the carry cases how about the uh, the c3po collector's case they're very nice they always look really good i bought the vader one earlier this year so i'd like to pick up the 3po one at some stage and um 
it looks great, nice and shiny, and just from a from a collector's viewpoint, it's quite legendary, isn't it? All the moulds that have circulated and have been found. I think Gus has got about seventeen of them in in his collection of all the the tests to get this right and to get the the metal, the shiny metal on it. So um, yeah, put that out there. Like it, yeah, like it, Dave. Um, again, thinking similar to yourself, Stu, with like the Huffy Speeder bike. Um, that you can't really necessarily say is an action figure based toy. Uh, something that had I known existed as a kid, and if I could have had it, um, I would have been all over it. Um, and it's the Biker Scout pistol. Um, nice. I never had any of the the sort of like role play toys as a kid. I, I <laughs> oh, this is painting a bad picture. I'd like the knockoff lightsaber. Uh, it, it wasn't even a force beam. Um, was it, it a was, stick? <laughs> it was a stick <laughs> <laughs> wrapped in tin foil. <laughs> but like, um, oh my god, could you imagine if those biker scout pistols were widely available over here? I think everybody would have had one because it was just such a cool weapon. It was such a cool gun. Even with the, the three and three quarter inch figure, it, it's still, I think, one of the best sort of uh, toy accessories, uh, most detailed that they, they've done. But like to then have that as a as a toy gun um, is absolutely fantastic. And I'm amazed they've never revisited it as an idea. You know, Power of the Force era done, you know, hand Solo blasters and stormtrooper rifles and and what have you and then since then they've done other things other role play toys but they've never gone back to the biker scout pistol and i don't think there's anybody out there who wouldn't buy one if if they if they made them available again now i think you're right dave and i i want to just say my next thing so i'm going to jump in early here but i think the next thing absolutely complements what you've just said and um and that is i can't remember what it was quite called but i know i covered it on an old podcast that is the return of the Jedi, the ATST speeder bike swing. Yeah. Command center. Yeah. Well, how great would that be with the gun? That's got to be uh, in there. I-, I assume Pete and Craig know what we're talking about. Yep. Yes. Hang, yeah, hang on a second. By, by that, do you mean I don't? No, I knew you did because you're definitely on that podcast with me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Just, you know, for the benefit oh, of everyone else. Blimey, mate. He's so tetchy tonight, isn't he? Like, what <laughs> is the matter with you? It's because of the side comments. Of, oh, 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 it's so obvious, the speeder bike. Oh, well, that's definitely better than a bandolier strap. It's almost like Stu's woken up today and said, right, how can I have a go at Jez? It's all <laughs> oh, these, you are so it's sensitive. All, it's all these little subtleties and microaggressions. <laughs> I, I've seen it. Blimey. Blimey. Would, would you put a child in one of those things today, like eight foot up in the air on a rickety old? Yeah. You would. There's a lot less deaths than what you think there was back in the 80s. And it's like, you know, we're all still here. A few scars here and there. Except but, uh, the dead ones. <laughs> exactly, except the dead ones. They're all here. Apart from the ones who got that for Christmas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jez, would you like to have a go? Oh, thanks very much, Stu. I'm not one for having a go at anything, but um, are we ruling out the battle damage TIE fighter? Because it's been mentioned, but I don't think anyone claimed it. A repack, um, though, isn't it? Just, so a, just yeah. a sticker change. Well, it's not a repack. It's a different colour, you know? No, you're yeah, vintage. but it's the same toy, isn't it? Okay. Well, it's, I'm, I'm not mentioning that. What I'm going to go with is the B-Wing. Ooh. 
That sounded like um, uh, Death Star tractor beam powering down. Mm. <laughs> really no, that was me going, ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one, the B-Wing. He had to hit one in a minute, didn't they? <laughs> no need. <laughs> well done, mate. I like the B-Wing. Craig? Yeah, well, I hear your huffy bikes and your, what was it called again? Did the center and or command center i think it is. command center that's yeah. it yeah i'm going to bring it back down to slightly more relatable things uh, <laughs> with um with size noodles and the rebo band oh. and i think this is tied a lot to what we were saying when we discussed the uh the film we sat down and watched that the other week um in so much as how much the design envelope was pushed with creature design and characters in this film. And I think that's really kind of exemplified by this box set of the weirdest aliens in the range so far. And they do occupy a very unique position in so much that they were a box set over here. They weren't carded. You didn't buy them individually. They were a set. Something I never had as a kid, but was one of the first things I went and bought when I started collecting again, because I just thought they were, they were brilliant lovely lovely little set of uh of figures and uh and still hold a lot of appeal so um i don't think we've talked about any figures have we yet no i was just about to say how about we have a quick round robin you name a figure that you think should be in it with one line so it's a quick quick five added that's Craig, a good you carry on because you're talking and you've obviously got one in your mind i would say out of all the jedi figures that i really connected with uh emperor's royal guard yes craig C. classic yeah it is one of my favorites as well pete figure um luke jedi i think he's classic again you got the accessories you got the soft goods um i think they nailed it in him okay okay dave i'm not gonna say the obvious easy one um because he's just gone with pete <laughs> no, 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 because uh, you know, otherwise Jez has got nothing to come out with. Like, uh, <laughs> Money, big words. Um, so let me, let me, let me have a think. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Admiral Akbar because it was the first one that I got uh, because of the mail away, and I had no idea what this dude was uh, or, or how he fits in. Um, and uh, <clears throat> for many years, he really was kind of like unloved, I think. Um, it's only really in the last sort of decade that he's now become like this cult-like status with, you know, the, the memes of it's a trap and, and, and things like that. But um, because he was the very first one that we got as, as a mail-away figure, um, he was just so completely different to anything else. You just couldn't really understand what the context was and then when you did see it it's like wow that's actually pretty cool so i'm gonna go with akbar yeah good good jess well i'm gonna go with squid head because it's an incredible sculpt the face is absolutely brilliant if you now lined up all of the figures which have been said and and then look at the squid head sculpt it's fantastic you then add the fact that this geezer's got four accessories um, it's just all in all, it's a really wonderful uh, figure. It's a wonderful toy. I'm not talking about characters or anything, even though Gerald Home uh, was a wonderful man. Uh, the Squidhead character, you, you can't beat it. It's great. That is a good choice. And not the one I thought you'd go for. 
I thought we were what, go on. What did you think? He I definitely was going to go for the biker scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't. That wasn't even in my mind. Like, I was and like, then he was like, "What's my lot? What have I got?" Just a little bit different. I was throwing Leia Bouche. I think her yeah, and her helmet's lovely. Yeah, I'll fight you on that. Okay, so let's go back to whatever you want to say. Jez, Jez, I'll give you another chance. Oh, wonderful. Let me have a look at my long, long list. Um, oh, right, that one's gone, that one's gone. Right, okay. I think we've got a good top 10, top 15, top 20. So I can now mention a couple other ones. But in all honesty, I don't think they're going to enter the top 10. That's just me putting that out there. The Ewok Glider. Oh, it's an awkward one. Because as a kid, you were like, brilliant. What am I going to do with that? And they're quite difficult to display as well. However, when you do nail it and you manage to get one hanging over your Ewok village, wink, wink, Craig, it does look really, really good. So the, uh, yeah, the Ewok glider. And uh, for those people struggling, I've just given you a clue. Okay. So, Pete, uh, can you pick up on what his clue is? I think I know what his clue is, but I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take the bait. But um, I'm sticking in with Endor with the Endor Forest Ranger. Yeah. I think that's a strong one. Similar lines Dave covered with the the sail skiff, like a really good developed mini rigs where they were sort of how much further they'd come on since the sort of Empire line. I think out of the four new Jedi mini rigs, it's the worst of the four. Do you think? What's your favourite? ISP6, I guess. AST5, because um, it made a clicking sound. <laughs> the indoor forest rangers did a disband, and you could spin it. It would click while it spins. Clicking is all you want, and clicking is all you'll get. <laughs> okay, indoor forest rangers in, Dave. Um, so you mentioned it, AST5, um, again, is an amazing blink-and-you-miss-it type concept. Um, for me, where you had like the little uh, guns, I would have them angled down because it would then almost mimic the uh, sail fins on on like a, a skiff. And the fact that you could like uh, have it in a sentry mode or as a flat fighter. But what I also used to do as a kid was have it, um, I suppose you call coffin mode. So where it's like upright, but it rotated in on itself. And it would also then act as a carbon freezing chamber because you could then open up the lid and then put the people, um, you know, figure in and then snap it shut. So it was a uh, toy of dual purpose uh, for those who had vivid imaginations of not just like a little kind of uh, jabber sentry vehicle, but it also acts as a, as a portable carbon freezing chamber. Yes. Yes. Good imagination you had as a child. I like it. <laughs> You definitely would have got on with Craig and Pete. <laughs> They're quite imaginative. Um, Hang on a second. I had some imagination as a kid. <laughs> Craig? Yeah, I, th- I think um, I think I'm in agreement with with Jez that all our, all the slam dunks are out on the table now. So um, it's time to bring out some of the outliers, and I've been sitting on this one. So are you all familiar with the Acamas range of masks and costumes? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and this comes very much from a, the perspective of an adult collector and the kitsch value of this item, but the Luke Skywalker Jedi Burns victim plastic mask 
is the stuff of nightmares. Uh, yeah, are you familiar yeah, with this? Yeah, can stick it in the chat. Hang on. Uh, this is just like the Burns victim. <laughs> but what I love, yeah, about yeah, is, yeah, I, yeah. I, I love these. I love these products with a story. Um, the fact that this was later used as a, a mask for the popular 80s TV program Auto Man, with no changes, it was wow. repurposed to um, to represent. I want to say Simon McCorkindale, but he was Manimal, wasn't he? I think it was Chuck Wagner. I think was was Auto Man. So a, a beautiful little kind of postscript to that. Wow, I, I never knew that. That's cool. <laughs> that already dodgy likeness um was yeah was re- reboxed uh, a few years down the line and i i love things like that you know i do so it's not going to make the top 10 but it's nice to have this platform to uh, to talk about these things because who else wonderful. is going to i mean you say it's not going to make the top 10 it's not going to make the list is it Stu? <laughs> <laughs> I, I why is it not going to make the list because I, I didn't know about the Automan link. I, for me, it's it's gone up like tenfold in uh, coolness. Uh, I think it's awesome. But like, and, and the fact Craig referred to it as Burns' victim. It's like, looking quite uh, Halloween as well. They could sort of yeah. repackaged it for, uh, is it Mike Myers? There's a Mike Myers mask as well. Who does it look like the most? Mini Mike. That mask now. If you look at it amongst our sort of collecting community who does that look like the most i would say grant i knew you'd say that i knew you'd say it. i don't know they can look in his eyes yeah <laughs> however it's great it's not return of a jello packaging though is it don't want to be that person well you know oh, if you look well you can say well oh, yes yeah great. <laughs> you, you can great. say well but, <laughs> no, it's on but, the it, but it's the luke logo. jedi it's luke jedi it's it's not an, it's not a version of luke that is luke jedi so but by well, that well, I, could, update, I, I, I could apply that power of force to you because the, the three logos are on the side of the box Yes, we do Unusually, need a very unusual bit of packaging. We're going to VAR. <laughs> <laughs> We're going VAR. What's that? Vintage action, vintage angle relook. Yeah. <laughs> you, you carry on and I'll, I'll drop it in the chat when I've found it. Okay, we're getting near <laughs> the end of the... Photoshop. <laughs> we're getting near the end of this now. So what's people got that you think should still be on this list? Do you know what? Can I give an honorary mention to something which was going to come out in the Return of a Jedi line, but didn't. And it would have been wonderful. And I'm not sure if you would have seen this toy before. Some of you some of you may have done. It's the Rebel Blockade Runner, which was destined to come out in Return of a Jedi and just didn't. So I'm going to send you a link now because they've got an image which I've taken from the Star Wars Collector's Archive. And it's it's truly brilliant. From, from a scale point of view, playability... I mean, this is, you know, it's a mock-up. It's in plastic. It's uh, it's, a, it's a plastic toy, not a cardboard mock-up. So it's, um, yeah, it's unproduced. 
and I just wanted to give an honorary mention for you know for the benefit of those people to check out the Star Wars Collector's Archive Rebel Blockade Runner Unproduced Vehicle and we'll whack it in the uh, enhanced as well. There's a colour image of that in the uh, in Sansweet's book, isn't there? Oh, is there? Obviously, to screen to collectible, yeah. Oh, awesome. Just have a quick look. So the rules, bloody blood, but just have debut release for Turn the Jedi package. Honorary mention. Please be welcome to do honorary mentions. Yeah, that's fine, Jess. <laughs> Anyone else want to waste my time? <laughs> I'll put you down for the biker scout, Jess. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else got anything? Oh, Craig's there. Oh, it's got three logos on. Told you, didn't I? Mm, does that prove that it's in Jedi packaging originally? Um. Well, it wouldn't be there if it wasn't in that era, would it? Mm. And they didn't do any others. That's true. That's true. We'll let it go. Let's be honest, with Craig. I don't want to get done fall out with you over it. It's because um, no, no. it's not going to make the ten anyway. No, it's so. a, it's, it's a trivial aside. <laughs> <laughs> but lovely, nonetheless. I'm voting hey. for it to be the ten. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> I think it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. So I'm sure there's things out there. There's some figures that we haven't mentioned um no ewoks on that list but you know it is what it is but that is our list so we're going to go away now and have a little vote and we will be back shortly with our top 10 long ago in a galaxy far far away the star wars saga began and kenner continues the excitement it's c3po that you can take apart and other action figures each sold separately take me to Han solo and princess leia what happened Leo, sneak attack. I'm all in pieces. What a mess. Put him down, Chewie. How's that, C-3PO? Wonderful. Han Solo, C-3PO with backpack and other action figures. He's all separately from Kenner Star Wars, Return of the Jedi Collection. Okay, then, back to the top ten. We have now compiled the uh, the scores for the Return of the Jedi toys. I can tell you, Pete, the skiff is not in there. Oh. So, did the bandolier strap make it in there? That is going to be the big one. Okay have to wait and see <laughs> but let's start that, that countdown i love democracy i am not a committee order we shall have order i was not elected to watch my people suffer and die while you discuss this invasion in a committee my allegiance is to the republic to democracy this is algorithm i object order I'm coming over to you, Pete, the Imperial Shuttle. Oh, in at number 10. I thought it'd be higher than that, but no, absolute classic. Absolute classic vehicle from uh, Return of the Jedi. Probably the biggest vehicle they ever did in the range. And um, yeah, certainly deserves in the top 10. I thought it might be higher than that, but yeah, we'll take it. Rebel attack squad ahead! New Imperial Shuttle. You have to put it together. Batteries not included. Action figures each sold separately. After him. Excellent, Lord Vader. Death Star signaling. Wings up. Prepare to land. Landing you down. This battle station better be ready or... Yes, my Emperor. Coming over to Dave, the Biker Scout pistol. The thing that I think would have placed much higher had it been widely available here in the UK, uh, but a fantastic piece. And, uh, you know, there wasn't many role-playing toys when you come to think about it. You know, you, you could have gone the, the whole distance on these things, but, you know, it, it's placed in at number nine, but, like, you know, should have been higher. 
Jez, the Ewok Village. The Ewok Village rightly needed to be in this top 10. Came out in 1983. Huge play set. Lots of play value. And yeah, nominated by Craig, I believe. It's fun for all the family. If you don't have one of these in your collection, I think I think you need to add it to your, your want list, your watch list on eBay. They're, they're great. Ewok Village, yeah. Action play set. Extraordinaire. Love it. Indeed. Indeed. It's Ewok Village. I must save my friends. Let's set. Dear me. It's C-3PO, Lovegrey, and Ewok Village playset. Action figures eats all separately. You have to put it together. Your throne, O Golden King, will celebrate with special stew. A barbecue. No celebration for me until my friends are free. Ewok Village playset from Star Wars Return of the Jedi collection. Action figures sold separately from Kenner. Now, back to our program. Seven. We're back to Dave. It is the Huffy speeder bike. Tell us oh. about the Huffy speeder bike as well. Well, the Huffy Speeder Bike, if you look back at the history of pulp culture, the Huffy Speeder Bike could have overtaken the BMX as the main go-to ride of the 80s for kids on the streets. I mean, just can you imagine like the Speeder Bike gang just like going, you know, around like the the back streets and cul-de-sacs of wherever you lived? I mean, that would be amazing. Uh, A little pedal car that was done in the style of a Speeder Bike not widely available at all uh was done as a sweepstake competition but very much desired now quite fragile and very difficult to ship as well so you don't see them those that are out there uh they don't seem to go great distances because it's uh well it's a big thing to ship but it's also a fragile thing to ship as well so um uh, an amazing thing and like i said i reckon with the right marketing muscle behind it that could have overtaken the bmx America's first choice. Coming back to Jez, it is the Y-Wing fighter. Oh, yeah, the Y-Wing. You know, what a bomber from New Hope. Yes, we got the die-cast one in the late 70s, but it was the Y-Wing which came out on Return of the Jedi packaging. This thing's a beast. It's massive. I'm just looking at mine now. Again, this is one of those ones where you need it in your collection. It's It always took sort of second fiddle to the X-Wing. But when you look at it, the detailing, the sculpts, the weapon system, the fact that you could put an astromech in it, that playability, it's brilliant. It's got the sounds, it's got the cannon, it's got the bomb. It is the bomb. It's the Y-Wing. It's the business. The Force is back. The Rebels won't tire till they see the last of the Empire. And Kenner's there with Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. I'm off to rescue R2-D2. Why, Wing Fighter, you have to put it together. Batteries not included. Action figures eat so separately. Activate laser cannon. Ready. On target! Luke Skywalker to base work. Coming in. Y-Wing Fighter. Action figures sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. 10 to 6, Imperial Shuttle at 10, 9, the Biker Scout Pistol, 8, the Ewok Village, 7, the Huffy Speeder Bike, and 6, the Y-Wing. No figures yet. Surprising. 
the rancor, Pete. The rancor. What a great one. Deservedly in the top five as well. Absolutely fantastic toy. Pretty much in scale as well as a toy. And it, it swallowed figures. Well, not easily. You had to kind of round them down there. But it, um, it actually took them down eventually. And, um, yeah, screen accurate. And uh, you got that little bit where you can move the jaw up and down with the bit on the, on the back. And, uh, yeah, a bit of a battle to find one where the joints are actually still stiff. They're all a bit loose now. But, uh, yeah, a classic toy from the line. The Rancor Monster's hungry again. Let's feed up. Don't do it. Luke Skywalker, Gamorrean Guard, new Rancor Monster and Rancor Keeper action figures, each sold separately. You regret this. <laughs> Wait till get this clock into a Jedi Knight. Whoa, son, Jaws, this is my only chance. <laughs> He's wounded. We better get in there. Because <laughs> he'll never get out alive, Gamorrean Guard. New Rancor Monster. Action figures each sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Here is the shock. You're going to like this one, Jez, because I know this is right up your street. Number four, <laughs> Craig, the Luke Skywalker <laughs> dress-up costume. <laughs> Sitting just outside the top three. Um, how wonderful that this made such a high appearance. I think it's obviously appealing to our sense of kitsch and storytelling, because I think a lot of that's what a lot of this is about, just where this stuff has come from and where it ends up. So for those who are not familiar, a UK company called Acumus had a range of Halloween costumes, very much in the same style as the Ben Cooper ones, which are probably slightly more famous, would consist of a plastic mask and a sort of vinyl apron affair that would denote some characteristics of the character. Uh, and the Luke Skywalker jedi knight like a burns victim these things are never that accurate when it comes to um, representing actual human beings but does stand out in a sea of um of other sort of left field toys from the return of the jedi uh, era and of particular note because it was reused some years later um as auto man and without any changes at all was was released to represent the likeness of actor chuck wagner so there you go Probably not everybody's first thought when they think of the top 10 Return of the Jedi toys, but, you know, don't let it be said that we don't turn every stone to bring you this amazing content. That is better than the Y-Wing. Good. Use your aggressive feelings, boy. Let the heat flow through you. Obi-Wan has taught you well. I will not fight you, Father. Three. Come back to you, Pete, the B-Wing. It's a surprise at number three, isn't it? I think. Again, another rebel ship in there. That's um, nearly got all of them, haven't we? But no, it looks great. Great bit of design. I've never had one, but they, um, do the wings go down? Go flat? And it sort of rotates around the cockpit, doesn't it? Which is which is pretty cool. I think there's a handle on there as well to to bring there. So um, yeah, in number three, another surprise. The fleet's diving in a hyperdrive. Got a moment. New B-wing fighters and B-wing pilot action figures, each sold separately. Batteries not included. It's gonna be gutted. It's Jez, your speeder bike. No, I'm not gutted. Right, what I'm gutted about is that there are clearly three big things left. Uh, but the speeder bike is number two. That's fine. It's, it's an awesome craft. And um, I'm lost for words. The speeder bike, Return of a Jedi, should have been a winner. It's not a winner, uh, but it's it's awesome. 
it's great i'm looking at my original one now and a couple others in the collection fun for all the family and a good price point return of the jedi the death-defying speeder bike chase the speeder bikes battle it out with these terrific star wars models adjustable cannon manually operated speed flaps breakaway front end who will triumph in this daredevil race against all odds? Only you can decide with Star Wars toys. One. Right, I'm coming to you. The Jabba Dungeon. No, it is the Jabba the Hut playset. <laughs> action, action playset. Action playset. Action playset. Bits move. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not the best playset if you want to take the definition of playset but as a toy as an icon of return of the jedi that jabba the Hutt, uh, original kenner version is just beautiful it's a beautiful thing brilliantly realized lots of attention to detail his little wiggle in his tail um, the accessories that came with it super quality super quality that his little armrest and the and the hooker pipe and I liked Salacious. Well, I mean, Salacious Crumb, the way his tail would twist round and the way he would sit up on his own or sit on the, on the dais. I think everything about it was was just great. But my favourite thing, which doesn't get talked about enough, is the is the sculpted skeleton remains uh, in the bottom of the dungeon, which I just added an extra dimension of horror to my, uh, to my life as a young child. Mr. Hutt, you've captured my friend. Free him and keep me instead. That's a sorry tale, but this tale make you sorrier. So there is your top five. Rank or in five. Four is that Achilles mask. <laughs> Three is the B-Wing. Two, the speeder bike. And our number one is the Jabba the Hutt. Sorry, Craig. Action playset. Go over to We Are Generation Skywalker and let us know what's wrong with this list. And I'm sure before we go on this show... Jez is going to tell us what's wrong on this list. Jez. Jez? He's, he's too upset. He's just gone. He he didn't get his, his big hitters in there. Look <laughs> at that face. Jez, what's wrong with Speech. the top five? Speechless. <laughs> he looks like he's got no teeth. Seething. <laughs> what do you think he's doing? <sighs> just, right. Tie interceptor. You were the only that? one to vote for it in your 10. Oh, sorry? You were the only one to vote for it in your 10. It's like the Ferrari of TIE Fighters. Oh, my good God. Right? And, and and the Bandelier. I can't get over the fact that none of you guys... <laughs> I voted for the Bandelier. It, did get, thank you, it missed out by one one point to get into the top 10. It was, a, it was joint with a, a few that were on 11. But you voted for that yeah. number one, Jez. Craig voted for it tenth. He didn't get any other votes. Ah, not enough to get it over the line. Uh, Stu, you didn't even vote for it. Nah. Why do you think yeah. I sold it to you? But <laughs> <laughs> the tie interceptor as well. I, I think you guys need to go home and have a good, long, hard look at yourselves. And you too, Tree. I know you're the youngest of the family. Does that mean you're a sapling, not a tree? But <laughs> I, I thought about that earlier on. Um, I, uh, right, let's move on. I'm speechless. It's good that the Luke featured so highly, uh, but I still feel it was robbed. Um, it it should, should have been even higher. Fourth. Fourth. I mean, the Emperor's Royal Guard figure didn't make the top ten. No figures did. 
No figures made it in the top 10, no. The ERG only just missed out, but that is incredible. I mean, someone did vote Luke Jedi as the top position. I'm guessing that was Pete without looking. It was me. I was looking back. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. But there wasn't even many votes for the figures. Out of There was only six votes for figure figures, which wow. is, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, crazy. Must try harder. Crazy. That mask. That mask and place it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. That is our Return of the Jedi um, top ten, and it is <laughs> <laughs> just for just for listeners. Uh, is currently holding his bandolier, sucking it actually, probably devaluing it there. <laughs> He's sucking his bandolier. That's, <laughs> bandolier. That's, that's podcast gold. That is. But Jabba the Hutt action playset is our top Return of the Jedi branded toy. Interesting. So if you want to. Uh, catch up with what we're doing you can find us on instagram just search for generation skywalker search for generation skywalker on facebook or the we are generation skywalker facebook page where we talk about this stuff i think this one could cause a uh, bit of a discussion trussler would have made that mask number one if he was on tonight 100 percent. yeah he would have been in your camp you got you got dave on side craig that's why it featured so highly oh well you know yeah there you go everyone else was with it um it is for this show goodbye from jez see you next time <laughs> goodbye from pete see you next time cheers bye from craig cheerio it is thank you dave for joining us massive goodbye we'll Doo-doo. see you next time i think we've got you penciled in for next month as well so oh looking forward to it <laughs> thank you so much we're generation skywalker all eras all passions all star wars